Leave it at that. Isaiah chapter 9. Brother Curious says something about the prophecy being spoken. Let's talk about it. Amen. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born. Through doggy. Ain't that good? For unto us a child is born. For unto us a son is given. This is good. For unto us a child is born, for unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Let's pray. God, thank you today for this church, for what you're doing in it, what you're doing through it. And God, I just pray, Lord, we'll continue to be faithful and obedient to you and to your word today, God. And Lord, today we do thank you for the gift for giving us the Son that changed our life, Lord. And we just give you glory to that today, God. Anyone who's never experienced the gift of God, who's not walking in that gift today, Lord, let this be the day it changes. Not tomorrow, Lord. You said the day is the day of salvation, God. And I thank you that today, God, someone's going to receive that gift. And Lord, we just give glory and honor to your name because you're worthy. You deserve it. And you're faithful in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Just give God one more clap praise offering just to get you woke back up and get you happy one more time. <clears throat> Amen. This is our last service before Christmas. Man, ain't that, where'd this year go? This is the last service, the last opportunity that God's given us to get together in this setting. Well, tonight we'll come in here and we'll fellowship and have a great time in that way. But this is, this is just the last time. And I'm just thankful. And I'm learning to see this as, as Solomon prayed that I really believe that every day is a gift. Just each one is a gift. We don't deserve gifts, and we don't, we don't deserve any things, but God gives us these. And, uh, and, and next week, we're going to talk about just how incredible that he is and, and, and how we can't earn any gift. We can't, we can't earn this gift. If we earn this gift, it's not a gift. So, but we've been given the gift of grace, and it's just going to be an incredible time. But today, I want to talk about the gifts in our life. And, and as we talk about this, just first of all, just listen to what a, a, a gift is by definition. It's something given voluntarily. Here, here's the finances to go, to go build and help this orphanage. We've given this, and, and just voluntarily because this is just being obedient. We're just giving this gift. It's, a, it's something that's given voluntarily without payment in return. Huh. As to show favor towards someone to honor an occasion or make a gesture of assistance. A present. Now, as we talk about this, as we think about this for just one moment, I want you to, to just really think about that in relationship to Jesus, in relationship to Christ, and the fact that he just voluntarily saw this need in our life, that we have to have this salvation through Jesus, and no other way can we come to him except through his grace, and we can't, we can't make it to heaven. He saw this need. He saw this body of believers who was going to go to a place called hell if they didn't have this Jesus in their life. And he said this and did this. Let me put on the skin suit, step into this earth, and change the world, give my life, and die for them just simply because I love them. 
Dude, that's awesome. Think about that. And as I begin to think about some of the gifts in my life, I just, I just I thought back and reflected. And I just want to take a moment and just show you a few of the gifts as I look back at again, just some of the things that God's given me. Look at this first uh, slide that I put together. Uh, this is just one of the, the, the first gifts that I, I just want to recognize in my life. Ain't that a fine-looking couple? Good gracious, man! I, I did marry up. Yes, I know that. And uh, but as I as I think about that, that that's a gift to me. Yes, yes. absolutely. Man, oh, dude, that is a gift to me. I've been given a gift in my spouse and my wife. She is a gift from God to me. I did not deserve her. I I I could not earn her. I brought flowers. I did things. I tried to work my my magic and do my thing. But there was just a gift that was given to me because I believe God loves me and know that I know that I need her in my life. And so He gave me this gift, and I'm so thankful for this gift. And but as my life went on, I just want to just look at the next slide. This is the next gift as I look back. Wow. Yeah, that's me with a flat top. <laughs> but as I, as I think about this, I, I remember this, this time in my life. And, and now it's, it's very sad. We just did a 16th birthday party for this little gift that we're holding in our hand. And uh, she's now getting in the car and driving down the road. Oh, Jesus, help us. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. But I, I just, I don't know, as I think about this gift, I, I remember this day. I, I remember watching her come into this world. And as I look back, and we've watched the videos from time to time, and, and I may cry thinking about it, but man, I just tell you, I just, I cried, and I just grinned, and, and I was just so overwhelmed with joy to think about this gift that God gave me. And I just, man, I'm so thankful for this gift, and I'll never forget that day, and, and never forget this first Christmas, as she was born right here around Christmas time, that, that we had her in our life. We had faith, and, and our life just, be, just drastically began to change during that time of our life. And as we go on, we, we look at one of the next gifts that God gave us, that's my 13-year-old son laying on that bed, uh, Adam and Faith grown up a little bit in that picture. But as I think, that's my George Clooney hairdo, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, George was popular back then, you know, ER thing or something, you know. But, uh, I mean, it was just, I don't know, th this next gift. And I'm like, man, God, you gave me this first one, and I didn't deserve it. And I'm just trying to be faithful with this gift and trying to love this gift and trying to just do the best I can with this gift. And that you love me so much, you said, all right, here, here's another one. It's awesome. And, and again, I remember that day. Cried again, man. Just cried all over one more time and about what God gave me there. Now he's 13, running around, skating, and just, it's just crazy. Uh, and then well, as I reflect, this is the next one of the gifts that God gave us. That's Caleb. That's the little wide-open young man who drives, runs to this church and cuts flips off stage and, and who's now uh, five years of age and, and how God gave us this gift at, at his age. He was 21 months of age. We didn't, we didn't birth him, but man, I'm so thankful he's my son. He's been adopted into the family. And I, I just I cried again, <laughs> just thinking about these gifts, again, that God gave us. And I don't know, I just, I'm just so thankful for the gifts that he's put in my life. And um, it's just, again, I don't deserve it. It's a gift. The next gift as I look back and think about ain't that a good looking Motley Crude hair huh? <laughs> but as I think about this church and what God's done in this church and hear the testimonies of, of lives that have been changed and, and how hearts are coming to Jesus and dude it's just awesome 
And um, I thought, man, I didn't want to be a pastor. I wanted to be a fireman. You know, it was a whole lot easier. I did that for six years. It was a whole lot easier. But man, but as I think about this, this is just a, it's a gift to be able to pastor and lead people and, and share Jesus. And man, this is just a gift. And as I sit back and think, man, I, I just, man, I, I don't know, I guess I'm getting older. The older I get, more emotional I get. Man, just all the things that God's given to us. But as I, as, I, as I sit back and as I reflect and even look back over all the gifts in my life and the things that God's put in my life and my heart, I'm so thankful for each one of these things. But as I reflect, there is no gift more important than what happened at this next stage in my life. I want Pastor Steve, if he would, to go ahead and pull up that next picture. Yeah, that's me. Good looking. Sun, hair just right, braille cream, you know, in the hair and just, but man, I was, I was nine years of age during this. This is my third grade picture back in the day. But you know something? It was during that time that I was given the greatest gift I've ever been given. As important as all this other stuff is, as important as my wife is, and I recognize that and I see that, and as important as I see as my kids and, and the family and the heritage and the legacy and all the things that God's called me to do with that and, and teaching them and loving them, as important as this church is and, and how much I love you and how much God just continues to give me that love for this church and, 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 and help me to try to do these things. And man, I don't even have a clue sometimes what I'm doing. I'm just saying, God, I just need your wisdom. Help me. What do we do? And He just helps us and He does that. And it's just grace. But as I think back, man, this time in my life, I was nine years of age. I was in the living room of my home, sitting there watching a Christian television show. And one of the ministers began to talk about this Jesus, who I'd already heard about. I knew who, I kind of knew who he was talking about. I've, again, I was born in this thing. I've lived my entire life, cut my teeth literally on pews and chewed the ends off Bibles and, and did that. I have those things to prove it. But it was in this moment in my life when I understood something. I heard this story of this Jesus and how he changed this, this guy's life forever. He had been through all this stuff. He had been addicted to drugs and alcohol and sexual immorality. He had just lived this life. And he said this. He said, but Jesus come in and he changed me. And he said, there's some young man who is sitting out there today watching this. And I was like, Hold on. And he said, you can do this. He said, if you give your life to this Jesus, here's the deal. This could be your testimony. You don't ever have to go through the things that I went through. I mean, I said, man, I want to sign up for that. I want that. And he has. He has kept me from so much. And he's just, his grace has just been extended to so much in my life. And I'm so thankful for this gift that God's given me. And it was in that moment that I received this. I received the greatest gift ever given to mankind. For unto us, a child is born. For unto us, a son is just given. I know what it felt like to receive my son in the physical. But I received the greatest gift. The son, the living God came to this earth and I received this gift. And it just meant it just totally messed me up in a great way. And my life has been forever changed. As I think, about, think back about these things, it is just, it's just overwhelming to just somehow try to conceive this grace gift. I couldn't earn. And some of you say, well, man, you was nine years old and you couldn't have done that much. Here's the fact. I was going to hell before then. Oh, brother, you know, you didn't do these things. and you didn't. Here's the deal. Every one of us in this room, we've all sinned. Amen. 
We came into this earth sinners. We still live this earth as, as sinners, and, and, and we still do things. But here, here's, here's what happens. I accepted a gift that was voluntarily given to me. The Isaiah 9, 6, our text says this in the Message Bible. For a child has been born for us. For us. For the, a, the gift of a son for us. Isn't that not cool? That he'll take over the running of the world. His name will be this. It'll be amazing. Counselor, the, the strong of God, the eternal father, the prince of holiness. All these things that he is for us. And as I look back, as I think about John 3.16, and, and as we look back, as we, we look at the scripture, it says that he loved us so much that he gave. Do you hear that? Well, he, he, we, we get this gift because we, we live better than everybody else. We're better than this church. We gave to the mission project. Now he can love us. No, he just loves us. He just gave his son for us. He just did these things for us. And for, he, he loved us so much that whoever, just whoever believes in him will not perish. But we can have this everlasting life. And verse 17 says, For God did not send his, world, uh, his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that through the world, through him, might be saved. So we, we'll talk about that next week as we look at that th there's no condemnation in Christ and the grace he's given us. But I just want to think of just for a second about just him coming and this gift given to the things that he's put in our life. And as I, as I thought back, this is for everyone. And he's enough for everyone. I'm just, I'm so sick of in the body of Christ, uh, jealousy and people not wanting this from that. And I'll tell you, I've, I've, I've had those thoughts and struggled with those things because I was brought up in some of those things and I never understood that Jesus is big enough to bless everybody. Kind of like our, the ornament exchange that happened during the women's uh, meeting. It was, it was neat. I, we come in late the other night, we've been out to eat, took the boys out and I come in and went upstairs so I didn't have to interrupt their time together, fellowship. It was the women of face uh, Christmas party that was happening downstairs in our home. So I went upstairs, I heard, I heard all the laughing and the cutting up and carrying on, but this is what was going on. They had the ornaments, the, the Christmas ornaments that were being exchanged. And so it was kind of like the whole dirty Santa thing. You can take this ornament from someone else and then somebody else takes yours. And, and, and I kind of thought back, I was like, that's kind of how we look at Jesus sometimes. We hear Philip's testimony and, and how God's carried them through these situations and we look at it and we say, well, I can't believe that, they don't deserve that. What if? No, they don't deserve it. Neither do we, but here's the thing about Jesus. When he's first in your life and you put him there, he just blesses you and does those things for us. It's called a gift. It's just simply called a gift. You don't earn the gift. And so I want to give you just a couple of things real quick that, that we have to do when it comes to the gifts in our life. First of all is that we have to, we have to recognize the gifts in our life. We have to recognize the gifts that, are, that he's placed in us and that he's put in our hearts. We need to recognize those gifts. As I sit back and begin to think, I begin to just look and recognize that my wife is a gift, my children are a gift, this church is a gift, and he's given me all these things, and he just simply loves me that much, and he's given me this. We have to recognize the gift. And so many other times we don't look at the gift and we don't recognize that. We recognize everything else that's going on in our life but the gift. 
And we spend so much time recognizing every situation. We look at every struggle and we look at every problem and we look at every, every, every mistake and we look at all the junk and we spend so much time looking at those things and we don't recognize the gift that's been placed right in front of us. We don't see it. Uh, so many times we, we, we just, we don't even, we don't recognize that, that this, this whole salvation, this Jesus thing, and, and we just, we just kind of look at that and we say, oh, that's pretty cool. And we just somehow try to mix that in and make that just kind of be a little bit of part of our life. Let's just be real. We do. We don't recognize it. We don't recognize how incredible and how important that he is in our life. And we don't just recognize this. And today, here's what I'm praying. That's what I've prayed. That's what I'm believing today. That there's some of you in this room, you've never recognized really the importance of Jesus being first in your life. You've never recognized the, the fact, you never even have even did this. You didn't have any, maybe up to this point, recognize the need for this gift. At nine years of age, I, I recognized that need for Jesus. I recognized the need of salvation. And there's things, there's been struggles, there's things that he's really just, you know, there's, there's just things that go on in life. But I recognized him. And even this, I recognize today that, man, everything that he's put in my life, again, I don't earn that. I've tried to do the right thing. But, man, do you think I can work for this and deserve this thing he's given me? Am I good enough? Nah, man, there's no way. And we have to just simply recognize the gift that he's given us. Second thing is we have to do this. We have to respect the gift that he's given us. We've got to respect it. By definition, respect means this. It means esteem for a sense of worth. So hear me, church. Esteem for a sense of worth. We recognize what he's worth to me. I don't, I don't think we really see the importance and how much it's worth, how much what he did, how incredible the love that he gave for us really is worth for us. And we don't recognize those things. And we don't see this. And this is what happens. We don't treat the gift like it should be treated. Now remember, you don't earn that gift. You don't, you don't do anything for that gift. But once you've been given the gift, there should be some things different because the gift you've been given. Oh, that's good. Come on. Because he gave you that thing, because he put this in your life, and as a result, we don't respect the gifts in our life. Because I don't really think that we really believe because something's been given, we don't see the worth in that sometimes. I've seen churches and organizations, and, and, and you know, we've talked about some of these things before when we've done events, that will charge for the event just simply because if they provide it as a free service, people won't come. Think about it. I mean, just for a moment. You know, you, you, you somehow, they create this image that, that Justin Bieber's worth $75. Some of you, who's Justin Bieber? You know, the Beatles was worth $50 or $15, whatever it was back in the day. But, you know, but, but somehow this persona has been made. And sometimes even with the gospel, I believe we did, we've done this. We've cheapened the work of the cross by thinking that somehow we can pay for that. Anytime we try to add anything to that, that, the price that he's paid, it is no longer a free gift for us, and we can't do anything for that, and we've cheapened that work. 
And we don't, we don't see that. And as a result, we do this sometimes. We don't really respect the gift. Some of you aren't mad yet, so let me see what I can do to fix that. I believe you had church, you leave at least mad for once, something. We haven't really respected the gift that's been given. And so what we do is this, we show up whenever we feel like it. Just whenever it's convenient and if it's in our schedule and we can just do whatever, whenever we feel like doing it. When we have gentlemen that are walking days in foreign countries to hear this gospel and to be taught this gospel, we don't really respect the gift that we've been given. And I don't know how somehow we've done this, we've disrespected the work of the cross, and we've narrowed it down to somehow an hour and a half is enough on Sunday, and that's enough respect for what Jesus did for me when he gave his life for me on the cross. I know you'll be quiet, but that's okay. So if you're right now, when you're looking at your watch, and you say, well, it's about 1130, we need to go ahead. Wrap it back up. Let's go over to the house. Let's see what we can do. Listen to me. If we stayed all day, I've I've preached this before. I was like, man, the church was being added to daily. Pastor, I was sitting there, man, I was like, man, how is the church being added to daily? And as I read the Bible one day, they met daily. I'm about to break out in songs, son. How am I just uh, preaching truth right here? Now listen, and I don't know how we've done this. I don't know how we've somehow believed that if we show up for once a week and we've done that, and heaven forbid if we have to take some time out during the middle of our week to show up. I don't know how it happens. This room just shrinks on Wednesday nights. If you work in, I, I, I don't hold that against you. But if you're at the house watching TV, you need Jesus. The priorities are out of place in your life and you're not respecting the gift that God's given you. And I don't know how we've done this. We, we can sit in front of a box for four hours every night. And we can look at this box and we can see these things that go on in this box for four hours every night. And we somehow believe that an hour and a half once a week is enough for Jesus. Listen to me. Respect the gift that God's given you. Put him first in your life. Watch what he will do. The testimonies, the things that we've heard and seen God do, it was just awesome. Somebody just made the decision. I'm going to do something just different. I'm going to put some things in place. I'm going to start respecting the gift that God's gave me. I'm going to start just somehow just trying to do these things. And listen to me. The greatest gift that you could ever give your kids is teaching them how to respect the gift that they've been given. You think a Wii can replace this? An iPod or an Xbox? If you're a husband and you, and you have kids, you know the greatest gift you can give your kids is love your wife? Just love your wife. Love those kids. Give them that. Some of the wives thought, man, he's preaching. Listen to what he's saying. But we, we've just, we've, we've dis, we disrespected the gift. We don't see the importance of the gift. 
We don't, we don't, we don't see it. And I, I don't know how we've, we've got this place. And, and some of you are like, man, I, well, my attention span's not that good, but you sit in front of a computer for 14 hours? Facebook for 74 hours? Come on. Seriously. I mean, I, I'm, I love Facebook, Twitter, and I love those. It's a fun stuff. Do it. Communicate. Social media. We just roll. We just talk. But listen to me, man. We've got to see the importance of this. And we've got to get back to where we respect the gift that God's put in our lives. And I believe this. If you're a part of this church and God sent you to this church, it's a gift to you. Now, I love you, and I believe you've been prayed in, and God sent you here because we prayed you in, and you are a gift to this church. But you've got to see these things. You've got to recognize the gifts. And as a pastor, I try to recognize the gift in each person and try my best to do that and love you that way and do these things. But we have to see the gift that we've been given and respect the gift to put those things in order in our life. We have to do this. The third thing we've got to do, and I'll finish it up because I know some of y'all are ready to go home, is we've got to remember the gift. We first of all recognize it and see it. We then respect it and keep it in place in our life. But here's the fact. We don't sometimes. We just don't. We've, we've, we drop it. We mess it up. We screw it up. We do things that just, we, we lose the focus. But I want you to remember, somehow come back to the place. If you are the believer, you know what I'm talking about, what I'm getting ready to say. If you are a Christian, the prodigal son in Luke 15 found himself in the most jacked up position to place in his life in a pig pen, feeding pigs, and was even thinking about doing this, eating some of what he was giving them. But then he did this, and I love it. He remembered the gift he had at home. He thought, he thought back and he, he, he began to think about the fact that, you know, something, you know, back home, I wasn't having to do this stuff. Back home, you know, the, the servants, the hired servants were living better than what I'm living today. The people who were hired to do these stuff, they're living better than me. And he, got a, he just simply remembered the fact of what it was like at home. He remembered what it, was be, what it was like to be in his daddy's presence. This, and this, some of you, I'm talking to you. If you've been in this thing for a while, like I've been in this thing for a while, I'm getting ready to hit home right here with you. Some of you want to go back and you want to experience that moment and that feeling, that, that time in God that you was on fire for him and you was a believer and you was burning and you was doing these things for God, man. He never left. He never left. This is what's, what's, what the whole story, man. Oh, it's getting late. But, but the whole story is this. The son made the decision. I'm going to go off and go do these things. And, and this father did this. This father got on a porch and kept looking out, saying, he's coming back. Somewhere down the line, he's going to remember what it was like to be in my presence. Somewhere down the line, he's going to remember that, that encounter that we had. And, and he's going to remember, he's going to get a picture of what I did for him and how much I love him and how much that I've been able to meet his needs. And I know he stepped out and thought he could do it on his own. 
I, I know that he thought he could step out and in some way do this thing the way he wanted to do it and everything would still be okay. But no, he's going to come to this place one day. He's going to remember what it was like in my house. And so every day he got out and he stood and he waited on him. And one day the son did this. The son remembered what it was like at home. He remembered what it was like to be in his daddy's presence. He said, man, I got to go back there. And I love the story. I love the story. It's one of my favorites. He came to his daddy and his daddy just wrapped his arms around him. He was coming back thinking, thinking this way. He was coming back thinking that maybe he could just kind of slide back in and, and just somehow maybe just maybe have enough just to just somehow work his way back in and, and maybe be a hired servant again for his daddy. I mean, those daddy's love's a gift. The grace of God's a gift. And as he seen that son coming towards him, he didn't judge him. He didn't smack him and say, I can't believe you did this. Where's the money? He ran to his son. He put his arms around him. And man, they did this. And I love the story. They threw a party like nobody's business. He put the ring on his finger. He put the robe on his back. And he said, my son who's dead, alive again. And simply because of this, he just remembered what it was like to be in his daddy's face. I'm going to ask you to stand if you would. I, I, I know this. I'm just, I just, I just, I know how this is and how things are. I know some of you are in this room and you're just in a struggle in your life right now. You're in a battle. You're facing probably, for some of you, is the worst thing you've ever faced. But you know what's going to do you the greatest amount of good? Is remembering the gift that God gave you. As you focus on the gift, as you focus on Jesus, as you focus on what he's done for you, this is what happens for you. That problem just somehow fades into the distance. And God gives you the grace and will carry you through whatever problem it is. I, I know some of you in this room and you're, and you're battling it. Some of you have done this. and I have read some of you Facebook. Man, I'm ready for 2011. This year was horrible. Well, some of you, that's, that is true. It's a reality. And some of you think January 1, turning a page of a new year is going to change your situation. That's going to be another day, guys. That's just going to be another day. And I'm dubl- I get pumped for New Year's. And I'm excited about the New Year and what it holds. But here's the deal. Then nothing's going to change in the New Year if something don't change now. And some of you are in the room and you've done this. You've, you, you've, you've never really done this. You've never recognized the gift and your need for salvation and how much you need God in your life. You've never recognized that. Man, I hope today you've seen it. Some of you are walking in this place and you're not respecting the gifts that God's given you. Some of you have gone to the place where you've forgotten. I hope today you've been reminded how much God loves you. Just bow your heads if you would. If you're here today, you'll just be honest and be real. Just be honest to be real. If you're here and you say, I have never really recognized the importance of Christ in my life and I, I want Him in my life. I want, I, I want this Jesus. I want to receive this gift. 
the son that's been given. I want him in my life. If that's you, I just want you to slide your hand up. I want to pray with you real quick if that's you. Just slide it up real high if you're here next year. If you're here and you've done this, if you're here and you're at a place to where you, you've, today you've said, man, wow, I haven't been respecting the gifts. I haven't been honoring those gifts and, 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 and put the gifts and the priorities in my life like they should. Pastor, will you pray up? Will you lift me up in prayer? Will you do that? Just slide your hand up if that's you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I believe there's a lot of people in this room that are at this third thing. I'm not saying you're in a pig pen. I'm not saying that you're in some faraway place and in some kind of separation for God and, and, and you're, you're, you're out of the family, none of those things. But you're at a place to where you, you, you're trying to reflect back and trying to live off of something and just trying to remember and just get back into some, maybe just some hired servant place with God. And you've drifted in this relationship with him. And God, help us right now. Help us be real and be honest in this church right now. But some of you really need to remember what he's done for you. And one more time, just come back in his presence and let him wrap his arms around you again. That's what he wants to do today for you. That's what he wants to do today for you. If that's you, just slide your hand up real quick. Just slide it up. Thank you. Thank you. I want the worship team to come around. And as they come, I just want us to take a moment. If you've lifted your hand for any reason, man, I, I want to pray with you. We've got leaders and we've got people in this church that we want to pray with you. We want to pray together. We're going to come together tonight and have this fellowship of time. But man, we've got to see and recognize this gift. Recognize this is the most important thing we can have. This is the most important thing that could ever happen in your life. It's in this moment right now. Church, don't miss this. Don't miss this. God, help us to recognize this. Help us to see the importance, the worth of this. Help us to esteem you for what, you, what you're worthy of receiving. If that's you, if you raise your hand, I just want you to come and I want you to just come down to this altar. I just want you, you can stand, you can kneel, whatever you feel comfortable doing, but we just want to pray with you for a moment. Man, think about this, guys. We're celebrating this week, this son, Jesus. We're celebrating this gift of Jesus. <laughs> wow, man. Thank you, God. Man, it's awesome. This is awesome. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, right now, Lord, I just, I just pray, God, you'll just, Lord, today, God, just speak to the hearts of others who may need to move today. This is just simply a sign of recognition. Man, Holy Spirit's already moving in some of these people's lives right now. Hallelujah, man. Just begin to just let the Holy Spirit, you can lift your hands up if you want to. Just, just, or just sit in His presence for a minute. God is getting ready to give you a gift today. It's just a gift. He just loves you. No matter what stage, what level, no matter where you're at, what today God just wants to pour himself into you anew and afresh. He wants to put his arms around you. God, let every person in this altar today experience that love. Experience the Father's love. Man. God, we got some more who need to step out for that. Some of you need to step out today and let the arms of God just wrap his arms around you.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. As the worship team sings, I just want just to see whatever they feel led to do. And I just want to take a moment, just pray with you, and just, just come in agreement for you, with you. And God's going to do his work in your life.